Hi everyone, as promised in the last podcast, we take the opportunity to ask Graham Roberts uh, for his thoughts on the UEFA Cup final versus Anderlecht. And it's too big a chance to miss out on that one. And uh, also want Graham's views on not only that game, but also the two semi-finals against Hadjik Split. At the same time, bearing in mind that our next opponents in the Europa Cup are also from Croatia, being uh, the Zagreb team. Uh, later on, we will include, of course, some Crystal Palace info, um, but I'm sure you won't mind. You'll excuse our reason for this podcast featuring uh, such an important guest while we have him in attendance. So... Robbo to start off, and, and I've got Tom and uh, Howard here to help me. Welcome, chaps. Thanks for your, Thank you. your, uh, your help. Um, Robbo, for me to start, any memories of the semi-final games? And I know that Howard was in split, so he's, uh, he's going to pull you up if you tell it wrong. <laughs> well, that, that was uh, like, we went, I think we went one new up there, didn't we? And... Yep. Um, Mark Falco scored the well, he took the penalty. Well, I don't know how he got to take the penalty, but he took the penalty. Um, the goalie saved it, it got cleared out, came back in, and then he whacked it in to make it one nil to us. And but that was the pitch wasn't the best, it was an awful place to go. It was full of um army personnel, um, it was quite a rough old uh, game. Graham, was there any good pitches around at that time? Uh, not really, Steve. I think we got our pitch back to, for the final, when we got to the final. I think it was half decent that night. But no, the, all the pitches in them days, you know, come to the end of the season, there was no grass. And, but their pitch was awful. Um, but, you know, we got through that first leg. Um, we got the away goal. We felt we deserved to get, a, I think, a draw out of it anyway. But we never. Um, so, you know, you, you, the, the uh, semi-final was, the next one was at home. And sort of, I'll always remember it for two reasons. Um, the, the first one was, Mickey scored quite early on from a free kick. Yeah, edge of the box. As, as he ran back, somebody flicked <laughs> his eye and his contact, you could see his contact lens go through the air. And it landed on the centre spot. And he picked it up and ran off the pitch and went in and he was trying to put, he, he tells the story, he was trying to put it in his eye and he, he kept missing his eye. And he was there <laughs> for about three or four minutes. And Peter Shreves came down and had a go at him and said, look, give it me. So he put it in and uh, Mickey came back out and sort of the crowd cheered him when he came back on the pitch but the second the second incident was right near the end of the game a lad one of their strikers hit a shot and Tony Parks sort of went back and he sort of palmed it and he palmed it onto the bar onto the top of the bar and it came and we're looking at it their striker was running in and the ball's just slowly, slowly coming down. 
and Parksy just grabbed it before the lag got there. Yeah. And like we could have got knocked out because it was right near the end of the game. And uh, yeah, but you know, playing against them, that they're, they're you know, Eastern European teams are very, very difficult to play against. Very powerful, very strong. But the the own game, we you know, we when we went one nil up, we we were just sort of comfortable. They had a two or three chances that one near the end, but I was always confident that we were going to win that game. And, uh, I remember you um, kicking one off the line. Uh, was that the, the, you were recovering to goal? Yeah, and the ball got played past Chrissy Hewton to like a winger type. Yeah, who puts it into so-called an empty net past Parksy, and you're sliding back in, and you you stopped it going in, gave a corner away, I suppose. But wow. so, I. I can't think, remember that. Of course, of course, Mickey's goal is important. It's the goal that gets us through. True, yeah. I thought Mickey Hazard, as good a player as he was before that and after it, I thought he came, he grew up in those two games. Yeah, yeah. No Aussie, no Ricky, no, no Glenn. Glenn. And I got drafted he into he took, he took the ball by the horns, didn't he? I Just, got drafted into midfield. midfield. Yeah. And therefore, I was sort of the servant to Mickey, like I would have been maybe for Glenn. Yeah. And uh, so I was, I was first-hand knowledge of how well Mickey played, both yeah. in in yeah. split okay. and and at home. Yeah, he came, he grew up during those two games, yeah. and of course that led to 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 you know him doing good things in in the final as well. Yeah. So. Um, you know, but before we played the finals, Stevie, we had the other cup finals, didn't we? You know, like, like sorry, we had other games to play before the, the, the cup final. And Mickey was playing really, really well at the time, you know, and yes. you knew you knew that he could play well for us in, when we got to the to the final against Anderlecht. Yeah. I think there was a problem with Mickey. Not um, Don't tell him, by the way, what I've said, no, no. because he'll get big-headed. He'll probably re, re, he'll re, get it will get so big headed that Mickey, but um, he seemed to step up to the plate when when Glenn and Ozzy wasn't yeah. there, and yeah. I don't know if he was sort of um, in their shadow. He didn't believe that he could. If everyone was fit, he didn't believe that he should play in front of them. No, I mean. think yeah, I think it was yeah, probably low in confidence. That is, isn't it? It's mm. you know, but. I think because Glenn had a was it his Achilles, wasn't it? He, yes, he had bad Achilles. Um, it gave Mickey that chance, and Mickey just flourished with it. He, you know, yeah. he was he was a brilliant. Mickey was a brilliant player, a brilliant, yeah. brilliant player. And uh, now we have to cut that out, Tom. Right? We can't let him hear that. No, um, please. <laughs> no, please. but at the end of it, I think you know. Mickey, in his own mind, thought if Glenn was fit, he would play. If Ozzy was fit, he would play. If Ricky was fit, he would play. Yeah. And, you know, whatever happened. But I think Keith then, you know, early on, maybe Keith would have done that because he did it to me in the cup final, in the league cup final. Um, I played all the games and then Ricky came back from injury and he dropped me for the cup final and put Ricky in. And, uh, yeah. So yeah. yes, that happens, but you have to you have to be bigger than that. You have to say, right, I'll show you when I get back in the team. You ain't going to get me out again. So, so Graham Howard is our long term supporter. Yeah, 
through the thick and the thin and the etc. And uh, with Viv travelled to a lot of the away games. Howard, any comment on the split game? And when we've talked about that, we'll go on to the UEFA Cup final. Um, the split game was everything that's just been described by Robbo and yourself. Um, I agree totally. We we deserve better than two one defeats out there, and over the two legs, we were certainly a better side. It was quite a, a funny experience as well because um, there was the, the the split people who were looking after us on the, taking all supporters to the on the coaches, etc., were trying so hard to make everything right for us that it was it was it was charming, it was funny. They did it was each a sheet, a song sheet, which was a translation of a, in, from Croatian to English. <laughs> and the English was just to, totally ridiculous and it ended up may, being very rude stuff amongst it as well. Wow. But it was a fun time. <laughs> but uh, the the by this stage Keith had announced that he was leaving. Yes. Yeah. And they told told us to be, the, the supporters who were going on the, the coach, we had to be in the foyer of the, the hotel at whatever time. So I got down there. There were only a few people there at the time. And the night before, I'd been to the, the we'd been to the nightclub of the hotel. Players obviously were in bed, but Keith. Hopefully. <laughs> exactly. But Peter Shreve saw us. Didn't know. Oh, that's a shock. And he said. Come and come with me. So we went to the nightclub with him, and it was it was dirty. It was horrible. <laughs> what are you going to get? But to help get us in, Peter had said something in, in broken English to the doorman, etc., saying that it was to do with the manager of Tottenham Hotspur. So we're in the foyer of the hotel, and this guy comes up to me. He says, "Excuse me," he pulls me aside. He said, "Are you the new manager?" <laughs> <laughs> Fame at last, Howard. Yeah, so I gave, I gave him the interview. <laughs> <laughs> Did you charge a fee? Yeah, I'm still waiting for him to pay it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Very exactly. Very Tom, you were too young, but you've seen all the excerpts from the UEFA Cup final. Yeah, of course. I was uh, raised on raised on videos of that and uh, yeah, various games in 81 and, and 82 as well. So, uh, yeah, it was... Uh, I don't know, Robert. What, what was it like? Kind of. Um, well, I know we're probably going to go on to the game itself in a minute, but the idea of kind of lifting the trophy in the middle of White Hart Lane, yeah, not even not even up in the stand, but in the middle with everyone around you, that must have just been amazing. Yeah, like the the first thing you got to say is that Stevie, you know, it was a disappointment that he couldn't have played because I think if he had played that night, we would have won the game before extra time and penalties. Um, but they knew in the first game when we played that he was on a booking and they, they, they sort of played on that and they got him booked. And the referee who refereed that game... Um, he was dodgy, you know, wasn't he? He was, he, he was a crook. Yeah, he was corrupt. Um, but, it, you know, and for me to get handed the captaincy, um, I was absolutely over the moon. You know, it was the greatest... greatest achievement I'll ever do and uh, you know like we did uh, we did ask if if we won that could Stevie go up and pick the cup up and I would have gone up with him but they they said no because he was suspended he shouldn't even be on the pitch and then years later 
remember uh, John Terry getting literally, literally about to say John Terry with his shin pads, and, and, and he's out on the pitch lifting the Champions League trophy. So yeah, it's Robbo, for... Robbo, there was no way I'd have accepted that. Yeah, but if you're Stephen, not on that pitch, if you're not on the pitch, you don't. You, on the you pitch don't deserve. The so it it was it yeah was, okay of course so you know so uh, the bottom line of it was anyway so you know the game the game was an amazing game um, and when we went one nil down I thought we had played really really well and I yeah. thought we'd done all right and you know they were a good side they were a very very good side good at you on the break we we got caught um, so Aussie came on sort of. You know, and we all, all we kept doing, and, and at the back, we was just saying, keep pressing, keep pressing, it'll come. And we got a corner, and from the corner, Aussie missed from, I don't know, was it three, four yards? Yeah. Um, it was his left foot. He's never had a left foot, so we <laughs> going to go in. Um, it went back out, and Mickey being Mickey, when you play with people, you get to understand what's going to happen. And Mickey picked the ball up, and I knew from that minute he picked that ball up, he was just going to whack it into the middle, into the penalty area. Um, so I got myself sort of free from the lad who was marking me. Mark Falco, if you watch the video and you watch the game, Mark Falco's in front of me. And there's a blonde lad centre half of them who was a very good player. I can't remember his name, but Mark pushes him out of the way. And the ball goes over their heads. And I chested it, and the next minute I'm in front of goal. And all those times that I was centre forward and scoring <laughs> 59 goals went through my mind, I tell you. And I just kept my call and just slotted it into the corner. And uh, but like I ran away and we celebrated, and I couldn't get Mickey off my my. He, he had his arms around my neck, and I couldn't get rid of him. And I had to carry him all the way back to the halfway line. And but it was a it was a great great feeling to score the goal was amazing, but it was a team game, and we knew we we got back into it with six minutes to go, um, and it was then come on we can go on and win this now and I think we created two or three four chances in the extra time they they were looking for penalties, and yeah. Uh, yeah. when I I had spoken to Keith before the game and. I said, if we if it goes to penalties, I'll take the first one. Um, so I was confident of scoring. And and I was playing sort of with confidence at that time. And we won the toss. I took the first one. We scored. And their best player, Morton Olsen, he went up and missed, didn't he? And yeah. uh, Parksy saved it. And, you know, and then Danny, the, the thing with Danny Thomas, I think that put off, is it good, good Johnson, wasn't it? He was going up to take it. He was walking up. You could see him. He was walking up, looking around, and there was 50-odd thousand people singing Danny Thomas's name. And he's thinking, well, he's just missed a penalty. And you could yeah. see him looking around, and I thought, oh, you know, he could he could miss this. But Parksy pulled off a great save. And, you know, going up, and when we won it, and going up and on that stand and lifting it, I think it was because we played at home, and you've got to lift the cup in front of your own supporters on your own pitch. Nothing can ever beat that. Nothing great, better. Nothing it was the greatest night of my life. That was, and not just my night, but for Tottenham and for all of us. You know, we were 
we were absolutely delighted for that. And it was after a long season, it was we had a trophy again. And and we wanted to win trophy. Every year we went into something, we wanted to win it. And you know, the, it was something to look back on and uh, it was the greatest, greatest night of my life. I have a couple of points to make about the final. Um, you're saying about the effect it had on Good Johnson. Yeah. What would the effect of the crowd chanting Danny Thomas's name, having missed the penalty, yeah. what would have it have had on our players who had to then take a penalty? Yeah. yeah. I, think, I think you must have all grown two or three inches. I know I did, sat on the yeah. bench yeah. when I heard that. Yeah, that is a proper crowd. Proper crowd. Proper. They got behind us. They got behind Danny. Um, you know, Danny wasn't even supposed to take it. It was supposed to have been Mickey, but Mickey got cramp. But <laughs> if you watch, Mickey got cramp. He said he had cramp, and he he, he could. They couldn't get rid of it. Do you believe him? Do you believe no, in Robert? I don't because when Parksy saved it, who was the first person to jump on top of Parksy? <laughs> Mickey Hazard was the first person to jump on top of him. So he yeah. sprinted all that way to jump on top of him. So I, I say bottled it. That's what I say, Mickey. My other point is that that was a victory for homegrown talent. Yeah. yeah. 100%. Parksy, Paul Miller, Chrissy Hewton, you and Tony G, who I still say are more homegrown than not. Yeah. In terms of the, the, the money you cost. Yeah. Mark um, Falco. Mark Falco. I, I think I've said it to you before, but in four, in the two semi-finals and two finals, we had we scored four goals. Yeah. Falco, Hazard, Miller, and Roberts. Wow. I think that says it all. And not that Archie didn't play well because no, he, he played well, Archie. Yeah, he he played did. Well. He, he wasn't so great in the home hadget game. He missed a no. lot of chances actually. Yeah. Yeah. But um, but um. I'm sort of saying that when you're missing people like Clem, yeah. Glenn, Ozzy, because although you said he come on a sub, he really shouldn't have been he even on the bench. He was, he was struggling, yeah. He was struggling. He, yeah. he almost went on to fill a place on the bench as such. Yeah, yeah. So Ali Dick, yeah. for instance. Yeah. So, you know, when you think, if you said this is Tottenham's team that's going to win a major European trophy you would think there's got to be a lot of money spent. Yeah. And the only money that was really spent was on Archie. Archie, yeah. yeah the rest Gary, of them... St Gary Stevens was not a, a dear buy. No. Nor was Danny Mabsy. Thomas yeah. and Mabsy. Yeah. So all young, all young talents, all sort of were bought by the club to influence, as, as it influenced you, Robbo. Yeah, yeah. Okay. You need to play of a certain way, a certain standard, yeah, in a certain manner. And um, I, I still say to this day when I speak to Keith, that was talk about all the people involved in developing the youth players and making decisions when that, that youth player turns professional to yeah. then get a new contract. You know, a lot of good decisions there made. Yeah. And when you think about the squads these days, you know, they, they could pick two teams, really, with players they bought. Yeah, yeah. Our, like, our second string was almost all homegrown. Yeah, well, but even, everybody... Even, even half of the yeah, first team was homegrown. Everybody 
knew their jobs up. It yeah. wasn't, you know, you came in that team. Like if I, I my first game ever was against Liverpool away, and I played right back. You went into midfield. Yeah. But you knew your job. You yeah. knew what what your job was, and you know, and and if you you stuck to that, then everybody, you know, it's like people say. Glenn Oddle and all, you know, he was a lazy player. No, Glenn wasn't a lazy player. Glenn was a, 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 the best player I ever played with. And what happened was, all, all we used to say to Glenn, and he played in front of you, but if he was on, on the left-hand side, well, Tony Galvin would go over on the right-hand side and just, they'd play them, just fill back into the Fair holes in. where you wanted them. And, you know, it, it's about team, team attitude, team spirit, and and we had it, and we had it in abundance. And and at the end of it, it was a it was a great night for Keith, you know, because us winning it proved a certain chairman wrong. He should never have got rid of him, and that's you know that's the way it is. But uh, you know, yeah. Keith done very very well while he was there. But, so, well, when you think of Keith's start was relegation, yeah, and to recover that. And then win two FA Cups and then on to the final swan song, which was to win the UEFA Cup. And to finish I in the league, Stevie, as well. So Yeah, of course, of course, yeah. Yeah, we were never quite the league team that we should no. have been. We were too yeah. inconsistent, weren't we? Yeah. We you know if, yeah, if we lost, we lost sort of a long way short. And yeah. you know, other other teams, someone said to me one day. Steve, if you're goal up at Ivory, you're playing for the Arsenal if, and you pass the ball back to the keeper, you get a round of applause. If you're goal up at White Hart Lane and pass the ball back to the keeper, yeah, they, boo, yeah. they boo, or they it's certainly boo. moan. Howard, yeah. how does that sound? Oh, True. Absolutely. Howard, any, any questions for Graham about the UEFA Cup uh, final? No, I mean, I can remember it as if it was yesterday. It was a great, great night. And uh, I think we ate together after Howard, didn't we? We did. Ray and V. I think, yeah, I think what happened was we just stayed in the, um, I had to go to, the next day I had to go to Scotland uh, to join up with England. Me, Danny Thomas, uh, Mapsy and and Mickey. Yeah. 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 We had to go next morning, eight o'clock, fly up to, but I don't don't think I went home till four, five (laughs) o'clock. But no, but you're not going to leave, are you? Like the club stayed open. You was having a few beers and a few glasses of champagne, and it was just a wonderful, wonderful night. And you know, nobody ever wanted it to to finish. Graham, I got to say to you, you stepped up that night. Not that you didn't always step up, but in terms of wearing that uh, armband, when the team. Not struggling because you quite rightly said the team was actually playing quite well, actually. And big occasion, big crowd, live TV. And when we needed a goal, you stepped up. And uh, and then to go and lead the way by taking the first penalty says it all. So well done, you. Thank you, mate. Very well done, you. Mm. And um, my little that, story... That coming from the skipper means more to me than ever. So, yeah. Well, my thank you. My story is that I'm sat in the dressing room at the end of the game. I am more tired <laughs> than if I'd have been playing. Yeah, you would. Uh... Big lesson to me that night. 
don't get in that situation again. If yeah. if there's gonna be you know a big game, be there, be on the pitch because yeah. it's although there's more must be more stress, but actually it was almost impossible to watch it, and um, until it came to the penalties, <laughs> then yeah. I, then I was pleased they weren't on the pitch. <laughs> so um, sat in the dressing room after we're all delighted. Are we drinking champagne? I expect so. Um, the chairman came in being pushed on his on his wheelchair because I think he had a Achilles snap or something. Yeah, I think he wanted to be like Glenn. He had the Achilles problem. Yeah, well, he wanted to be one of the chaps, which he could never be. Yeah. And um, and Ozzy comes and sits next to me, gives me something, puts it in my hand, and said, "You deserve it more than me." And it's his medal. Wow. So. Uh, as, as proud as I would have been to have won that medal on the pitch, yeah, to get Aussie's medal, amazing. Wow! So when you talk about being together, yeah, I, it's easier be, to be together um, when you've been successful when you've won things, because you have those great nights together, and they stay longer in your memory than other yeah. nights. Yeah, you know, I don't, I don't remember too much celebrating going on when we got relegated, Robbo, before you came, for instance. Yeah. Yeah. So, but cup finals, victories means, you know, silly things like Blue Peter and Top of the Pops. It means traveling back from Hadjik Split or, or Austria the round before, yeah. you know, thinking we got a chance to, to carry on and get in the final. And uh, when you think about it over the course of time, and I can only talk in my years um, from early 70s onward in Europe, we, we had seven seasons in Europe. Yeah. And we won it twice. And therefore, we lost out to five teams. I'm going to name the five teams. Barcelona, yeah. Real Madrid, Bayern Munich, yeah. Feyenoord, yeah. and Liverpool, only on away goals we lost. Wow. We didn't lose the... the, the the game as such. We lost on away goals. So um, when you think of the quality of those teams and all of that experience, again, it sounds like I'm talking about myself. I can't be because I weren't on the pitch. But all of that experience put into a, you know, a circle meant that we had enough experience, albeit in the youth of the, the yeah. produced players, yeah. to see that through. And, yeah. and you know what? That crowd helped us. Hundred percent, hundred percent. I think the crowd were absolutely amazing. Um, they didn't stop singing from the first minute to the last. They were in a joyful mood, and then when even when we went one 0 down, they still got behind stayed, us. Stayed with stayed your with team. Us. Yeah, they stayed with us. I, I think that year, Stevie, was when we played Bayern Munich, and we went the year before. We got battered by them over there. Yep. It was freezing cold. We got beat four over there, one nil at home. And when we got drawn against them again, we said that that's never going to happen to us again. Absolutely. And we went over there, we lost one nil. We should have got something out of the game over there. Yeah. And then we came back and we beat them two nil at home. Mark Falco and Archie scored. And we could like they had a shot near the end, which just went wide of the post. But we when we beat them, we knew. 
we could win that trophy. And I yeah. think that gave us the belief. Absolutely. We beat Fanor with Johan Cry for the next round, didn't we? Yeah, we did. Uh, Glenn was brilliant. Mm. Yeah, he was what amazing. A, what a we game that was. Up. We were 4 new up after what, half time. Yeah, yeah. What a first yeah. half of football. Oh, amazing. They should show that on television. They should show that first half on television. It was absolutely amazing. That was poetry. One of my old videos, one of my old videos I used to watch pretty regularly. It was like highlights of Spurs European games. And um, as a a seven or eight year old watching that. um, But but the the second half, they played quite well and got two goals back. And the press the next day, oh, Tottenham concede two goals, we'll now go out of the trophy. And we went over there and we beat them 2 0 over there, didn't we? Yeah. And, uh, yeah. So, uh, no, no, that was a great, great first half. That was. Oh, what a night. Yeah. But, no, it was brilliant. Graham, thanks for all your uh, comments. Thanks for your Pleasure, memories. Man. Thank you all for listening. Uh, I'm going to own up that uh, Robbo is now gone uh, to do his charity work. Uh, Howard is off somewhere, probably keeping fit. So there's just me and Tom left here to wind this up. Uh, I'm sure that you've enjoyed uh, us having a guest, uh, especially in with Robbo, to talk about some European stuff, which is going to wet your whistle for the upcoming uh, European games. And um, suffice to say that me and Tom have now still got our makeup on. And I'm going to leave you with an interesting fact um, that on March the 3rd, 1990, Andy and John Polston, if you remember those names, became the first brothers to play for Spurs in a football league game since John and Bobby McTavish in 1912. So that game was against Crystal Palace and... We lost 1-0, unfortunately. Andy came on for John Moncur. Uh, yeah, so, Tom, any um, any latest uh, reports on Spurs against Crystal Palace? Well, we've had a pretty good record against them over the last few years at home. Um, they were, of course, the first team we played at the new, uh, the new Spurs stadium uh, back in April 2019. We beat them 2-0. Uh, that night um i actually attended that game uh three hours after having a tooth removed earlier in the uh earlier in the afternoon so i was in uh, in quite a lot of pain but um wasn't gonna miss wasn't gonna miss that occasion and then uh we beat them four nil um last season at the uh yeah at the same the same place uh bit of a it felt like a bit of a kind of false storm in terms of uh performances picking up again um towards uh, after Bit of a sticky start under Pochettino at the beginning of that year, um, yeah. but we uh, obviously things did didn't go particularly well after that, and uh, and Jose came in not long after. Uh, we also beat them one 0 at Wembley um, the season before that as well, when uh, Son scored a great goal. So um, last few games at home, home have uh, gone pretty well for us. So hopefully that will continue on Sunday. Well, yeah, let's hope it continues. Um, of course, a dogged uh, fight against. Fulham with the very welcome three points. Um, I did actually feel a bit sorry for Fulham because in my eyes, they probably deserved a draw. 
but not to be. So we've pushed ourselves up a bit, uh, bit closer to the action up the top of the league there. So we can't argue with that one. So really, thank you for listening. Um, again, hope you enjoyed the uh, guest appearance of uh, Graham Roberts. And hopefully we'll have a few... If we go further in the Europa Cup, then perhaps we can have some towels from Keith Birkenshaw and, and people like that that were mostly involved in, in that famous victory in 1984. So again, thanks for listening. Come on, you Spurs, and speak to you next week. Mm-hmm.